Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Well, morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. Welcome to Monday. It is a brand new week. It is a brand new day. February. What? What did I say? You said February. What the hell? Oh my god, am I okay? okay? Am I alright? No. I don't even know why that happened. Uh, It is May, believe it or not. May 23rd of 2022. Welcome to Monday. My name is Nick. That's Big J over there. How was the weekend, Big J? Don't lie to me. Uh, Well, I mean, it was good and bad. I mean, I was pretty much a bump on the log. Because I just felt mentally exhausted from the last couple weeks. Sure. And, uh, but some big news is really cool because uh, I reached out and um, at the Slipknot show, going to have a couple of uh, uh, standees. I don't, I don't know if that's what you call them, but uh, signs for Big J's Beer Brigade. Now, is it, it going to be a standee? Like, I mean, is it going to be like a life size version of you? That would be a standee. Yes, that's what I'm planning on doing, but I got to get that thing printed, and you know. Or is it going to be just like a big old sign that's going to have you on it? I'm talking like a cutout of you. Is that yeah, I don't be? know. It won't be a cutout. Of okay, me. this is going to be. Sign. It's going to be the poster that we have, uh, but it's just going to be a very large sign. Yeah, but still very cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god. So that's it's huge news uh, for that, and uh, just uh, other than that, I woke up this morning with plantar fasciitis in my foot. Uh, explain to me what that means. Means my damn foot hurts when I walk on it. I've had it several times. But is so. it like like a bone spur or something, or is it just plantar like- fasciitis? Is uh, it's a it's a muscle thing in your heel or your foot. I'm sorry, buddy. How does it happen? Yeah. Do you know why? I have no idea why. But it just flames up from time to time. Yeah. Uh, you sure it's not gout? I'm sure it's not gout. You sure it's not a broken foot? Yeah. All right. Well, then I'm I'm out of things that possibly could be. It's I'm plantar fasciitis. I agree with your diagnosis. Uh, on top of Big J's so issues, we also have a bearded badass that needs to be done today. We're going to try to give away some money today with a little thing called the X-Rock Double Dare. That's going to happen at 7.30. We got your tickets to Star Set in Red. Hopefully you enjoyed the 311 show over this weekend. Looked like a fantastic crowd out there at the Rev Center. Hopefully it was a good weekend for you, and we'll see if we can't work in some jams over the course of the show today as well. Might as well kick things off with some Soundgarden. Black Hole Sun starting the show here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Friday afternoon, the Mountain West Conference announced some changes. Did you see this, Big J? Huh? Uh, they have announced that, much like a lot of the other conferences out there, they have elected to eliminate its two division format in football. Oh. Uh, basically, you know, the Mountain West, much like a lot of conferences, have been broken up into two divisions and then the two division leaders face each other in the Mountain West Championship game, right? Right. That's the way it's always been. Well, uh, basically, I think this is spearheaded by the Pac-10. They're like, listen, year in and year out, 
our two best teams, and one of them at least gets locked out of the championship game because they just happen to be in the wrong conference, and we're going up against like a six and five team, which does nothing to promote, you know, conference viability as a national powerhouse, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so they've decided to just eliminate the two divisions and just have the two teams with the best records at the end of the season face each other in the championship game, and that's how they're going to do it. The Mount West said, hey, we like that idea. And so they're going to do that as well, leaving the two teams at the highest conference winning percentage to instead play in the championship game instead of the two division leaders. Those changes will come in 2023, so this season will be standard operating procedure, and then come 2023, the next season, that's when it's basically the two teams with the best records move on, which I'm perfectly fine with and is probably the most viable way of doing it, especially uh, in today's day and age where divisions, hell, even conferences sometimes mean bupkis. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Why not make it a free-for-all and the best teams go on to go in the championship? I'm fine with it. I'm glad that Craig Thompson, the Mountain West Commissioner, decided to do this, and uh, that's what's going to happen. So get ready. A new look, kind of. But, hell, who knows who's going to be in the Mountain West by 2023, Yeah, The way things are moving and shaking. Uh, Who knows? But that's the changes that are happening with football anyway. Golden State Warriors beat the Mavericks last night 109 to 100. That puts them up 3 to nothing in the Western Conference Finals. Steph Curry, 31 points. Andrew Riggins, 27. Uh, Luka Doncic was the best player on the floor with 40 points and 11 rebounds, but just not enough to power his team to victory. Uh, no team has ever rallied from being down 3 to nothing to win an NBA playoff series, Big J. So I'd say that barring uh, incredible history, the Golden State Warriors are going to the NBA Finals. Are you okay with that? Yeah. We'll see if it all shakes out or how quickly, how quick of work they make of the Mavericks here because game uh, four is coming up tomorrow. Lightning over the Panthers, 5-1. to one. They're up in that series, 3 to nothing. Rangers over the Hurricanes, 3-1. Uh, to one. Carolina's up 2-1 to one in that series. Edmonton, 4-1 over Calgary. Evander Kane, natural hat trick, three goals in six minutes in the second period to give the Oilers a 2-1 series lead as well. We had box office numbers for the weekend, and even though it was down yet again, of course, it was just the way it has to be with as much money as it's bringing in. Dr. Strange still good enough for number one at the box office for the third straight week, another 31 million dollars for the marvel movie uh but the big news that everybody was uh, all happy about or surprised about i guess was the downton abbey movie big j it took the number two spot 16 million uh that is the best focus features opening uh since the northman and uh it's also the best opening for a downton abbey show uh movie i should say so they were thirsty for that downton abbey content are there many Downton Abbey movies? This is the the second movie, I believe. Uh, but they thought the first one was going to do a little bit better at the box office than it did. It, of course, made money. But it's a popular show, I guess. It hasn't been on for a while. Maybe that's why people were thirsty for it to come back in some way. Huh. But it's a new era. Yeah, and Doctor Strange close to a billion dollars. Uh, of course. Uh, that Listen, if you're a Marvel movie and you don't make a billion dollars at this point, what the hell are you doing? Get out of the way. Yeah. Bad Guys, number three, Sonic the Hedgehog, two, number four, Men opens up at number five at the box office. So there's your important stuff. That's the offspring. Come out and play here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, we've been lucky enough to make our way to a more than a few rock festivals across this country. Agree or disagree? That's true, yeah. I think if we had to put it all, and I think you've gone to maybe two more than I have, although I've gone to a couple more before I met you. I've just seen rock festivals in general. Over the last 15 years, we've probably been to eight or nine of them at least, right? 
In the past 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. And sure. so uh, it's one of those deals where this is happening more and more because I feel like it happened more towards the latter part of our adventures to rock festivals, but it seemed like there for a while, at least the last four Rock on the Ranges we went to, had some sort of weather issue. Agree or disagree? Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was becoming a real problem. And, and I don't know if it, if it was something you know that we noticed because they were stopping play and stopping the concerts um, and having everybody uh, get the hell out of there um, versus, you know, it happening but nobody caring that it was happening. Yeah, because I also distinctly remember the first couple of years, there were some pretty decent storms and they didn't shut down anything. And then if I remember right, there was a festival over in England where somebody got electrocuted and that's when they t- started taking no, no, it no. seriously. No, no, no. It was, it was, it was in, 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 it was actually a Columbus crew member that had that's been struck right. by lightning that's right. at an event Uh a couple of maybe months before that first time when we were at Rock on the Range and when they decided to start shutting stuff down. It wasn't it was at so Rock on the Range, but it was at something right. that was like fresh in everybody's mind. So they're like, we're not taking anything uh, for granted anymore. Once there's lightning in the area, we're taking everybody out of the venue to avoid, you know, any kind of catastrophe. And then it started happening. Like there were, I think there was a day where it was shut down like four times, right? It was something crazy. I think that was the the the, the, the last one that we went to, um, and you know Chris Cornell had committed suicide, and you had all that. It was a bad scene, man. It was, uh, and uh, they had some more issues in Florida. And my point, I guess, is if you're going to have all these festivals on the east coast of the United States, you may want to pick a less weather volatile month than May. Maybe that's when it's only available. But uh, they ran into some difficulties again. They had to shut down three of the headliners on uh, Saturday. And a bunch more side stage stuff. So basically, you got about 20% of the festival on Saturday, which always sucks. I mean, it's a four day festival. There's still plenty of rock to be had. But if you were going to see bands like Guns N' Roses or Corn or Shinedown, uh, you got about four songs in the Shinedown set before they shut things down. And that was frustrating fans. And then there was another issue where Five Figure Death Punch had to uh, cut their set short on Thursday because something happened with Ivan Moody that he had to go to the ER. Uh, apparently, he said that he was uh, on stage. He was overheated. He tripped over a laser, and then that laser went right into his left eye, causing some serious problems to it, so much so that he had to go to the ER. Now, the upside to this story was uh, Ivan's going to be okay. He just needs to rest his eye and wear an eye patch for a couple of days. But there were a bunch of people in the ER from Rockville that uh, ran into Ivan movie at the ER, and Ivan posted some really cool videos. Of him rolling into some fans, which is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, good for him. It's so it's so great to see him on the other side of what he was going through a few years ago, man. This is just that's the Ivan we like right now. Yeah, he's incredibly nice and open. Reminds us of that first time we ran into him and he was running around the festival grounds saying hi to everybody and pop by for an interview just for fun uh, at the very first Mayhem Fest that came through town. So that that reminds me of that Ivan. You're absolutely right. He's so much, uh, I guess, more personable and likable now that he. Is clean and sober, and uh, hopefully he stays that way. And uh, so that was a nice little surprise. But you know, it's one of those deals where you have to make sure you take that into equation when you're traveling across the country for a festival like that. Is you're running more and more into weather issues. Now you've been to a couple of aftershocks, so have I. No weather issues out there, right? That you can remember. Um. No, there was some weather, but not nothing that stopped no. everything. Right. I happening. mean, yeah, there's some wind and stuff, but they, they haven't shut that down. So, again, the more, I guess, 
likable climates for something like that. And you would think Florida wouldn't be a problem, but it's also right in the middle of a storm month or months down there, I should say. Having lived there, I well know that uh, storms come and go and there's no rhyme or reason to it. So it just uh, it's one of those deals where if you're planning a trip, be on the uptick and know exactly what's going on out there. All right. So you don't waste a whole bunch of money and only get half your festival because it's not like they make good on that kind of stuff. Just so you know. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your update. We got ourselves some bearded badass action next on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J. Yes, and the Beardsmith is uh, awesome. They've got uh, a great opportunity for you to get in there and get yourself uh, a haircut, maybe a beard trim. Also, uh, you can donate to Big Big J's Beard Brigade uh, that way, hopefully starting here tomorrow at both locations in Caldwell and in Garden City. If you want to make an appointment, hit up thebeardsmith.com. Uh, and Nick, uh, for today's Beard or Badass, as a general, Google image search will reveal about 85% of the pictures you will see of him feature a high and tight beard. But it's not your average beard. It's Captain America's beard. I'm talking about Chris Evans, a.k.a. Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America. He began his career with roles in television series such as uh, Opposite Sex in 2000, uh, following that appearances in several teen films, including 2001's Not Another Teen Movie. He gained attention for his portrayal of Marvel Comics character The Human Torch in 2005's Fantastic Four, and it amazingly got a sequel. Uh, Rise Ugh. of the Super Server. Uh, Chris Evans made further appearances in movie adaptations of comic books and graphic novels like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He voiced uh, one of the characters there. Uh, the And then Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Snowpiercer, to name a few. But in 2010, he signed a multi-year deal with Marvel to become Captain America, a role he almost passed on, but thanks to Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr., he convinced him to take the leap, and the rest is Avengers history. Uh, Evans is a supporter of Christopher Havens, a charity provided housing to families affected by childhood cancer and has taken part in fundraisers to benefit the organization uh, a couple times uh, going back and forth with Chris Pratt uh, via fantasy football uh, they've both uh, taken part in each other's charities and uh, Chris Evans uh, visited patients in Seattle's Children's Hospital after the two of them made a bet that eventually raised donations for the hospital as well as Christopher Haven so very cool there and in May of 2020 Evans organized a virtual fundraiser involving his Avengers co-stars to benefit organizations Feeding America, Meals on Wheels, World Central Kitchen, and No Kid Hungry. Uh, the following year, he won $80,000 for Christopher's Havens by placing third in a charity fantasy football tournament with his Avengers co-star. So he's doing some good stuff uh, for charity. He also just did this recently over the weekend, posted a picture of him and his dog Dodger with the caption, hashtag National Dog Rescue Day. So that man rescues dogs as well, Nick. Incredible. Seems like a good dude. Yep, he will, uh, and he's still busy, by the way. He's going to be voicing, obviously, uh, Buzz Lightyear in the Disney Pixar animated film Lightyear that's coming out here. Uh, he'll also be in the Netflix action movie The Gray Man, uh, which is an adaptation of a novel that's very popular called The Gray Man. And uh, his buddies, Anthony and Joe Russo, directing that movie. He'll star in an action adventure film called Ghosted. And he's going to play Gene Kelly in a yet unidentified uh, film based on the original idea of his own. So he's a busy man, that Mr. Chris Evans, and he's appeared a badass. There you go. He is officially inducted into the halls. Congratulations to Chris Evans. Yeah, he, if anybody thought he was going to be <laughs> desolate after Captain America wrapped up, fret not. Uh, Chris Evans is going to be just fine. 
with all sorts of stuff that he is up to. And listen, I'm here for it. I'm a fan of his work. I yeah, like great him. Knives Out. Uh, yeah, I like him in, in, in pretty much everything that he has done. Uh, the Fantastic Four debacle is certainly not his fault. And so uh, I am very much a fan and appreciative of all the work that he's done and look forward to what he's going to put out in the future for sure. So happy bearded badass to Chris Evans. Much well-deserved. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J. I think it helps if we have a definition of the term. Big J, what would you classify as an impulse buy? Is it just things that like you pass by and go, I want that? Or can an impulse buy be something you've been looking at and you finally just decide on a whim to pull the trigger? Uh, no, I think it would be more definition. You see it and you're like, I'm going to buy that right now. Okay. So it can't be something you've had your eye on for a while. It no, has to be no, something that's not just an like, impulse. Okay. That's... That's uh, well thought out. Right. Well, I well you say you may say you want that. I guess the impulse being now is the time I'm going to buy it just out of the blue kind of a thing. Uh, now is the time I'm going to spend the money on it. And I wasn't planning on doing it, but I'm just going to do it. But it uh, doesn't matter what your definition is. Americans are doing a lot more of it in 2022, despite inflation and the raising costs of stuff. According to a Consumer Reports poll, we're spending more than ever and doing things more than ever when it comes to impulse buys. According to the Consumer Reports poll, the average American spends about $314 a month on impulse buys. That's up from $276 last year and $183 in 2020. Additionally, the average person the most we're willing to spend on an impulse buy, $310. That's also up from $277 in 21 and $157 in 2020. That's why Costco is so dangerous. Uh, nearly three quarters of respondents, 73%, say that most of our purchases tend to be spontaneous. That's up significantly from 59% last year. So what are the biggest impulse buys? Clothing number one, food number two, household items number three, shoes four, and technology five on the list, which I suppose all those make sense. When you're leaning towards impulse buys, what is it that for you? Uh, what do you mean exactly? Like, I mean, if you're going to just say I randomly buy something, is it mostly going to be clothes, food, something for the house, technology? Yeah, don't go to the grocery store hungry. Right. That's a big mistake. Uh, but it's probably going to be, I would say, not in the clothing area because I'm fat and most places don't have things that fit me. Uh, I'm going to go with the Costco because really what you have is just... Aisles and aisles full of impulse buys. You're Uh like, oh, hey, that's on sale. You see a sale price, but really it's still very expensive. And you're like, oh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to take that. Do you remember the last thing that you impulse buy? Well, I think uh, the family impulse bought some uh, some pots and pans that we really didn't need. (laughs) Those aren't cheap either, pots and pans. That's what I'm talking about, man. You can go into Costco and then impulse buy your way into debt. That's very true. That's very true. Please be careful. Impulse buy responsibly. Uh, we have Justin Thomas as the winner of the PGA Championship in Oklahoma yesterday. He rallied from seven shots back, a big Sunday for him. Uh, he ended up winning in a three-hole playoff for his second major, both of them PGA Championships. So congrats to Justin Thomas as we move on. Tiger Woods did not fare so well in his return to the PGA Championship, but the fact that he could even play was amazing when you think about it. And uh, now uh, golf goes into the background, Big J, and we pretend it doesn't happen until the next major. Uh, Netflix has announced that the new season of Stranger Things will be broken up into two volumes. They're doing this more and more uh, as of late with their very popular shows. I wonder why. Do you know why they do it? 
no. it can't be because is it I think it's probably just to get the most run out of it as possible you know you can drop a bunch of episodes which are going to drop seven of nine on May 27th and then I guess you get another bump in popularity and clicks and all that kind of stuff when you do the the last bump which is going to be July 1st it'll be the last season or I guess episode eight and then episode nine which apparently is two and a half hours long Ooh. so you better make sure you got plenty of snacks and stuff and ready to go because the upside down is going to take a while this year uh they also leaked the first eight minutes of the upcoming season online will you partake in that do you watch when they drop like the first eight or ten minutes of something online? no i don't like to do that either because it's 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 like for me too when bands do teases of their songs that are about to come out i'm like i'll just wait until it's out <laughs> right right I'll know then when I get the full song whether I like it or not. But this uh, tickle of my ass with a feather doesn't do a whole lot. Uh, but I'm old it's fashioned though. It's online if you want to check out the first eight minutes of the new season. Again, the rest of it's coming uh, the same day Obi Wan comes. So get ready to binge a lot of television. Here's traffic. Although it's a busy entertainment weekend, man. Obi Wan's just one episode. That's the good news, I guess. If yeah. there is any, you're, you're gonna get that one a week kind of. Disney likes to and- spread it out. The minute I'm home, I'm watching that. Look out. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your chance to win some cash coming up in a few minutes. You should probably know the category in advance for what the X-Rock Double Dare is going to be this time around. What is it, Big J? Uh, If I do recall from memory, it's metal up your ass. Oh, metal trivia. There you go. That might get you some money today. We'll see how good you are at it coming up in a few minutes. How did that happen? I don't know. But we have to check. Metal up your ass. Hey. (laughs) TDS Fiber Traffic Center first brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. CB. Yeah, let's do it. See if we can't kick this league week right between the legs and try to give away some money is how we're going to start out the Monday. Let's welcome into the fold uh, Caller X. His name is Kevin. Hey, Kevin, good morning, man. How are you? That's a fine Monday morning, gentlemen. We're going to try to make it a little finer with you winning up to $200. That's going to depend on your knowledge of this topic, Big J. Metal up your ass. All right, we'll see how you do with your metal knowledge, Kevin. Are you ready for your $50 question? We'll go double or nothing up to $200. Is that cool? That is very cool, and I am ready. Okay. All right, 50 bucks here. Ace of Spades is a song by which British metal band? Ace of Spades, Motorhead. Right. That is $50 in your pocket, Kevin. You are correct. Would you like to take that 50 and walk away or go for the $100 more difficult question? Would you like to play the uh, game? I will, I will double it up, my friend. All right. Good luck. Sorry, man. I had to. <laughs> All right. For 100 bucks, Phil, Daryl, Vinny, and Rex are the first names of the founding members of this American metal band. Now say that again real quick. Phil. Daryl, Vinny, and Rex are the first names of the founding members of this American metal band. I believe they're from Texas, and that is uh, Pantera. Right. That is $100, Kevin. You have it. You can keep it and go home or go for the $200 question. Go for it all. What do you want to do, man? We're going for it all. All right. Good luck. All right. 200 bucks. What is the name of the mascot for the metal band Iron Maiden who appears on all the band's album covers? Um, oh my god, that's Eddie. Eddie is correct. That is 200 bucks coming your way. Congratulations, my man. That's how we're going to kick off the week. Well done, Kevin. You are $200 richer, courtesy of the X Rock Double Dare. That's how it should go. You have two more opportunities to test your metal knowledge. 12.30 today with Jason Drew, 5.30 today with Adam. The category remains the same for the rest of the day. 
best of luck to everybody, but that seemed like it was a 200 easy dollars for Kevin. I Yeah, I mean, that's figured that would be the case. I hope so. Anyway, that's how this is supposed to go from time to time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will go to hell. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. We are headed to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. And a woman there is facing some serious charges because there was a domestic dispute. And it all revolved around her boyfriend that was, hmm, let's see, having spending some time with himself. Big J, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And so uh, she apparently walked in on him while he had his phone in one hand and something else in the other, and uh, she was not happy, Big J. And so uh, apparently they got into a verbal altercation. That led to her grabbing a belt, Big J, and going old school on him and just whipping him with the belt for about five to ten minutes. Somehow, uh, he was able to call 911. What he says on the first try, she knocked the phone out of his hand with a belt like Indiana Jones and a whip, Big J. So impressive skills, to say the least. And then he picked it up and was able to dial. Actually, 911 police showed up. Apparently, he was, uh, she said, was having a conversation with somebody on Reddit, which I didn't know you could do. I don't know much about Reddit, apparently. (laughs) I didn't know it was like a conversation thing. I thought it was kind of like a message board, if you will. It is. But maybe I guess you could DM somebody, I suppose, uh, from time to time, like any other account out there. And so that's what was going on. She grabbed the red leather belt with a large metal buckle and then started using the buckle as, like, the tail end of the whip. So you know it was probably not feeling good. Uh, Officers, when they arrived on the scene, said he had several red marks across the back, his face, as well as his arm. And uh, a very good detail appeared to be on those red marks of the belt buckle. So that's when they put two and two together and was like, yeah, I don't think he was lying. So uh, basically she was arrested and she faces a bunch of stuff for being the primary aggressor, apparently. And uh, she is scheduled to appear in court next month. So a reminder, Big J, uh, keep your hands to yourself, but also in a, in a proper manner. You understand? Well, yeah. And then none of this would have happened to begin with. But feels like it's a... Swift and rapid punishment for that in the... Uh, yeah, maybe it was an open invitation. In the Florida household. I mean, she does the best around, just goes right for the belt and starts taking it to old school. You know, pick out a switch, my friend. You're in trouble. So watch out. Damn. He's 51, by the way. She's 30. So I don't know if the age difference is something in that. Maybe he, she wanted to go back to his time and break out the belt. I'm not sure how that works, but... It didn't work out for her. She's sitting in jail. It's when things spill over in your fantasy world. <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Got some important stuff coming up here in a few. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, with your permission, I'm going to deep dive into your uh, beliefs on ghosts, if that's okay. Because you believe yeah. in ghosts, yes? I do believe there are ghosts. Okay. Uh, 50% of people out there believe in ghosts in some way. And so I kind of want to dive into your understanding or your, at least your belief in ghosts because I think everybody's kind of different. For instance, uh, what makes a ghost, I guess, in your opinion? Like, how does Good one bitchy. become ghost? By dying. Okay. So are you saying that everybody who dies becomes a ghost at some point? No, I don't think so. Okay. So then actually, what makes Actually, I think ghosts are manifestations of demons. Okay. I think demons are real. Okay. So all ghosts are bad then. Yeah, I, I would think if, if 
for, yes, for my belief system, absolutely. Okay. Yes. So you, there's there's no such thing as good ghosts, or good ghosts don't make headlines. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any good demons hanging uh, out. Okay. Out there and so demons people. are they? Are, are you saying then these are hell beasts, or they are actual yeah, people that have done bad? No, they're from hell. They're okay. manifestations of demons. Okay. So how does that relate to our dead? I guess is my point. Uh, it doesn't at all. <laughs> okay. So now ghosts are no longer dead people. What we believe is our ghosts, I believe are manifestations of demons. I get it. I'm, I'm trying to, oh, I'm okay. trying to get what your definition of it is, I yeah, guess is right my there. point. My, my, my whole idea was, you know, the, that the, there's a survey that comes out of the UK that says 50% of people believe in ghosts, but only 38% of people believe that ghosts are bad, which means an overwhelming belief that ghosts are good, but you never really hear any good ghost stories. You know what I'm saying? And Yeah, like a ghost helped you get through a really hard time. <laughs> right, right. Uh, now we have people that have married ghosts, so I guess that's necessarily not true. But, you know, the whole point of it is my understanding of ghosts and the ghost culture is that a ghost is a soul with unfinished business, you know? Right. That the ghost then can do whatever it was supposed to do here on this earthly realm and then either ascend or descend depending on whatever the ghost business is. Or if it never gets finished, then they're stuck here, of course, in this limbo-esque kind of state in which they can't really function. And so that becomes difficult. But uh, if it makes you feel any better, there's a lot of people that believe that there are good ghosts out there and not just demons. So maybe that'll help you sleep a little bit better at night. For the record, by the way, Big J, uh, 12% say they also believe in magic. Can we put you in that group as well? or No. Okay. Magic is just uh, sleight of hand and eye tricks, yes? Illusions, I yes. Gotcha. Uh, what about Mind Freak? Mind Freak! It's a big show. All right. Still not magic? Still not magic. Uh, by the way, the older that you get, the less you believe in ghosts, in case you're wondering. Uh, maybe something that you kind of pass in time. Tell you what, though, CBS's ghosts is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, you talk about that show so much, I think like they're paying for you to say that. The Golden State Warriors topped the Dallas Mavericks 109-100 to last night in Texas. They are now up 3 to nothing in the Western Conference Finals. Steph Curry leading the Warriors with 31 points. Luka Doncic very good in the loss for Dallas, 40 points and 11. But uh, they're just not getting a whole lot from anybody else. Going to make it tough. No team has ever come back down 3-0 in the NBA playoff series. So the Mavericks are going to have to make some history if they want to make the comeback. But... Listen, uh, never say never, I suppose. Lightning big over the Panthers last night. They're up 3-0 in that series. Rangers over the Hurricanes to pick up their first win in Game 3. Oilers over the Flames to break that one all-tie in the series 2-1 for uh, Edmonton. So we got the NHL playoffs going as well. And it was the end of several eras this weekend on a show that you probably don't not watch and complain about how unfunny it is, yet everybody talks about how much they're going to miss the four cast members that are leaving Saturday Night Live, Big J, after the season finale, uh, and probably four of the biggest stars on the show, for being perfectly honest. Kate McKinnon is leaving after 10 seasons. Uh, Pete Davidson had already announced he is gone after eight. Uh, A.D. Bryant leaving after 10, and Kyle Mooney leaving after seven seasons on Saturday Night Live. Uh, of course, it was an emotional one for McKinnon, and she kind of kicked things off uh, with her Miss Rafferty character. And it was a kind of recurring character, and she cried a little bit in the opening before saying uh, live from New York at Saturday night for the 75th time in her career, Big J. That makes her second all-time. Any guess as to what cast member said live from New York at Saturday night the most on Saturday Night Live? Um, it's only by two. Two ahead of Kate McKinnon, by the way. 
two ahead of. It's got to be somebody who's been around, who was around for a while. Yep, still on the show as a matter oh, of fact. Oh, real? Oh, but still in on. In a different way. That's your biggest hint that I can give you. Not uh, necessarily no a cast member now. anymore. Yeah, what no if idea. I said he's the announcer? Does that help? No, I don't remember who the uh, announcer it's is. It's Daryl Hammond, who for a long time was a cast member, oh, okay. but after Don Pardo died, then he took over as the announcer. And it is Daryl Hammond who said live from New York it's Saturday night the most. Use that for your trivia, kids. So uh, it'll be a whole bunch of new cast members coming in for Saturday Night Live that everybody will hate until they become mainstays, and then everybody will think they're funny. Uh, it's the, the curse of that show or the, the treat of that show, I suppose. But it's going to have a new look come next year, that's for sure. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got tickets to that band coming to town, Star Set, at the Revolution happening Wednesday, June 1st. Red coming with them. It's going to be a great night at the Rev Center, man. Let me tell you what, even though it's on a Wednesday, uh, we're going to get you set up with tickets here if you can beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003, the number that you need to call if you'd like to play our goofy little game. That's all you need to do is answer some pop culture questions correctly, and maybe you're going to see Star Set and Red. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan, you're up first. Good luck. What's the name of the talking snowman in Disney's Frozen? Uh, Olaf. Olaf is right. Cool. Nick, in which wing of the White House is the Oval Office located? The West Wing? The West Wing is right. Right. You got one right. Good job. TV. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Judy Garland starred as Dorothy Gale in which classic movie? Wizard of Oz. Right. Nicely done. Nick, in 2014, the movie The Theory of Everything details the life of which British scientist? Uh, Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking is correct. Right. In which movie did Julia Roberts play a kind-hearted prostitute called Vivian Ward? Pretty Woman. Right. Pretty Woman. You're on a roll, man. Uh, Nick, mm-hmm. let's see here. Yeah. What was the name of John Cena's debut rap album? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can't see me. Yeah, that is correct. Shut up. Are you serious? That's right. Right. <laughs> see, I picked these. I picked these for a reason. And you sometimes you're gonna know them. Sometimes you don't. All right. Um, which TV character said, "Live long and prosper." Lot. Right. There you go. And, Nick, at the Top Gun School, where is the plaque for the alternates located? Uh, in the bathroom. Specifically. Uh, above the toilet. No. Huh? Specific Wrong. bathroom. Specific bathroom? Yeah. In I'm the not... women's bathroom? Yes, there you go. Well, and I... That's it. The that's ladies' like, room. That's like the 15th guess, so... I don't think I'll give it to myself. Either way, that would have been the end of all she wrote of the questions. Oh, so today. either way, it was the end of the row. Congratulations, Ryan. You got yourself all hooked up with Star Set and Red tickets coming to the Rev Center on June the 1st. Hang on one second, brother. We'll hook you up. Make sure you're all set and good to go. There's your do, pop do you like culture that smackdown. Album? Uh, Can't see me? I had, I, it was a complete guess. I did, honestly, I had no idea he released a full album of rap songs, but I knew that that was like his phrase. In the WWE, so I took a stab in the dark, and it worked. Good job. How about we do some uh, headlines? Those are happening next on the X Rocks. It's time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com to get started. Headlines are as follows. Hey, don't do that. Class of jerks and sounds terrible. Hey, don't do that. I don't care what you say, Big J. Throwing animals isn't cool. No. And the Martin County Sheriff's Office in Florida says a woman is accused of throwing a snake at a deputy after leading authorities on a pursuit that ended in a crash. That's assault, brother. Apparently, a few seconds after she was in a high-speed uh, chase with a motorcycle cop, she crashed her vehicle. The cop came up to the truck's window, and she chucked a snake at the deputy. Four people had to be transferred to area hospitals with non-life-threatening injuries thanks to the accident. The deputies who were hit by the woman were not injured. Uh, have no idea what happened to the snake, though. That is suspiciously absent from the story where the snake goes after she chucks it out the window at the officer. But uh, probably not the best way to go about things. Probably to hell. And what did that poor snake do? You know what I mean? It's born. It was probably just along for the ride. Next thing you know, it's getting chucked out of a window at some people. He didn't sign up for this. Yeah, that's true. Snakes don't sign up for anything. They don't have any arms. Class of jerks or sounds terrible? Sounds terrible. Uh, kids asking, are we there yet, is the least of their problems when they're on the road with their parents. A survey of 20,000 parents of kids 10 and under basically says something that everybody knows once they have kids, and that is being in the car with them for a long period of time is akin to torture. Basically, they feel overwhelmed about four hours into any road trip with their children under 10. A quarter still prefer traveling via car to flying to their destination, perhaps because it is 72% of parents pack at least one suitcase for their children while they're on the road, and that leads to the travel issues of going from point A to point B. But yes, traveling with young kids, no matter what form of travel you take, is arduous. It's not something that is a whole lot of fun. It depends on, you know, how well-behaved or poorly behaved your children are, whether by fault of their own or otherwise, that makes traveling somewhat reasonable. But it's not a highlight of anybody that has traveled with kids. It's tough. So to those that are doing it, you have my sympathy. Do the best that you can. I know that you probably are. But remember that none of it is fun. Wrap it up with Class of Jerks. Big J, you went to high school, agree or disagree? Yep. Did you have a senior prank when you went? Like, yeah. Did your class do a senior prank? Yeah, we did. Uh, did it go over well? I mean, we thought it went over well. We ended up getting punished. <laughs> what was your prank? Yeah, we TP'd the school inside and out. Yeah, so did we. We didn't get punished for it, though. Well, I mean, how did you do it inside? Did you break in or something? We may have used privileges to some of us uh, leadership folk. That's probably where they drew the line. And yeah, that yeah, it was that's, that's where we crossed the line. <laughs> we only did the exterior of our high school. What a bunch of pansies. We didn't have the access that apparently you would you have keys to the school if you were in the leadership? Yeah. You did? Well, of course we did. Uh well that didn't work at our place. Uh either way, the, the Frisco Independent School District in Texas say a group of students are in trouble after they decided to basically break into the school as well and place a bunch of crazy stuff inside and out of the school. For instance, they splattered paint on the wall. They fired off fire extinguishers. They also toilet papered a bunch of the classrooms and had post-it notes across the building. They don't mind the toilet paper and the post-it notes so much, but they weren't exactly a huge fan of painting the walls with splattered paint and setting off fire extinguishers, which I can understand, Big J. Agree or disagree? Yeah. I mean, there's there's a certain amount of fun that goes along with the senior pranks, and then there's, like, irreparable damage that you do to a building because of it. So... 
Police and firefighters had to be called in to get things under control, apparently. And now parents are going to be getting a letter saying that they're trying to figure out who did it. They have some footage, which is never good because everything's on camera these days. you got to remember that. One of the other things that probably <laughs> is much different from when you and I were kids. I'm sure your school didn't have a bunch of cameras set up inside, correct? Yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, nothing is done anonymously anymore. Just remember that down safe. So they're working with police to track down responsible individuals because they do plan on pressing charges for the fire extinguisher and paint stuff. So nothing wrong with senior pranks. Just try to do it a little bit more responsibly so that nobody gets in trouble. And legally is another good thing to keep in mind. Five Finger Death Punch Afterlife here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And another day, another record amount of money paid at an auction. Yes, Big J? Yes, and Mercedes-Benz set a new world record for the most expensive car sold at an auction. The German automaker sold one of two road legal 1955 300 SLR Yolt Coupe prototypes ever made. Uh, the vehicle reached a uh, top speed of 180 miles per hour. It was originally made for driving races, but the company didn't make any more after one of them crashed at the 1955 24-hour Le Mans race, flipped into the stands, and killed 83 people. Is that why it went for so much money? Well, because there's only two of them left. That's gross, though. And, uh, well, what do you mean it's gross? Well, They're not I mean, selling the car that No, I, I understand, but that's why it's so worth so much money. Well, it's because they, there's only two left. Right, but and I mean, it's the, they stopped making race cars, I think, 45 years or something like that. Mercedes-Benz stopped racing because of that whole incident. So that's probably why these are so incredibly rare is because it killed all those people. And now uh, somebody paid how much money for it's it? It's also a cool damn car. Um, uh, well, I mean, if you look at it, it's one of the coolest cars ever made. Sure. $142 million. That's a lot of money. So uh, Mercedes-Benz says the car was sold to fund educational research scholarships in the areas of environmental science and decarbonization well, for young people. huzzah. Uh, that is a ton of money, however. Of course, it goes to a private bidder. You'll never know who actually spent that kind of money unless they come out and say it. But that is a crazy amount of money. Now, of course, it is street legal, so it probably doesn't go as fast as that race car that you know did all that damage back in the day. But again, it, it, it was a, a fairly big deal, of course. I mean, that's back in 55 when, like, I think 180,000 people or something were at this race. When it went down. But yeah, after that whole incident, uh, Mercedes-Benz stopped making race cars altogether uh, for a whole bunch of years and then got back on the train either in the early 90s or late 80s, one of the two, I cannot remember. But I do remember it was a big deal when they got back into racing at that particular time because they've been away for so, so long. But that is crazy. I don't know what the former record was from car highest paid in an auction, but that has to break it by a bunch of money. I would, I would think so. Yeah, 143 million. Yikes! That's a lot of money for a vehicle. Uh, and I mean, if you spend that much money, you're not taking it out on the street, right? That's, no, that's no, a show no. Car, and it's uh, you know the the auction was only available to select people that Mercedes Benz chose that aligned <laughs> with their um, you know with, with, they didn't want a bunch of creepos buying this up so uh and uh, they're gonna do something really good with all that money well congratulations to all parties involved and yeah it is a lot of cash so whoever had it must have you know made a pretty good living to spend that money on that car morning after with nick and big j we got your bad impressions a chance to win something from us next on the x rock hey. bad impressions so far i'm not impressed morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. 
They're more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned Superstore, and we have tickets for Star Set and Red coming to the Rev Center on uh, June 1st. It's a Wednesday, folks. We'll get you set up with those tickets here if you figure out bad impressions. That's next week. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play this game. It goes like this. Big J has three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And you're going to Star Set and Red on us next week at the Rev Center. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah, man, I'm ready. Bones we go. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, what's your name? Uh, Will. All right, Will, you're up first. Good luck. I had an ATV accident at one point while filming our TV show, The Osbournes. Okay, next one. I allegedly bit off a bat, the head of a bat, at a record executive uh, company. Ozzy Osbourne. There you go. Good job, man. Oh, Congratulations. Oh, 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 oh. You got yourself all set up to check out Red and Star Set coming up on uh, next Wednesday. Hang on one second. We'll get you those tickets. Uh, why is Ozzy Osbourne in the news? thought I'd do it without the, the obnoxious actual bad attempt at impersonate, impersonating him. Uh, boy, he's got a lot of problems going on. Does he, Ozzy, in his, real, in his life, he's revealed that he's awaiting neck surgery, dealing with some lasting damage from a quad, that quad accident that happened back in 2003. Damn. Uh, yeah, he said... Uh, I'm just waiting on some more surgery for my neck. I can't walk properly these days. I have physical therapy every morning. I'm somewhat better, but nowhere near as much as I want to be uh, to go back out on the road. And he goes, at least I'm alive. That accident was 20 years ago almost? Yeah. Jeez, man. Uh, yeah, he's had a rough go of it. I mean, he just, uh, I imagine, though they haven't you know, released any information, I imagine he's gotten over COVID and he's passed it, but I'm sure that couldn't have been fun. Right. And then, you know, he's been dealing with all sorts of other issues, and now he's got to go. For, so he wants to get the next surgery done before he goes back on the road? Yes. Whew, man, uh, here's hoping. Here is hoping, because... He's not messing around. He's got a new album coming out at some point, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's going to be dropping, so I know he wants to probably back that up. 73 years old, man. Crazy. Uh, Best wishes to Ozzy. Hopefully he gets in there and gets that surgery done and finally is able to live at least somewhat pain-free. That'd be nice. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. That is Muse, that is Won't Stand Down here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J wrapping it up for this Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. We did have a chance to give away some money this morning, $200 out the door, courtesy of the X-Rock Double Dare. That's a great way to kick off the week. Hopefully that continues. 12.30 and 5.30 today with Jason Drew and Adam, your next chance to cash in, if you will, on the X-Rock Double Dare. Chris Evans found himself into the Bearded Badass Halls, which is also very nice. I believe that crosses off all the Chris's in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, doesn't it? Inside the Bearded Badass Hallways? uh, Did I do Chris Pratt? I don't know if I've done Pratt. Well, tune in next week, everybody. Plus, we also had a chance to to give away some Star Set and Red tickets. Uh, That will happen again tomorrow as well. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, you know what? People in America eating their salad. Survey found that 62% of Americans say salad is part of their regular diet, and uh, the most popular lettuce is iceberg. <laughs> What's so, in second place? Um, Romaine? See. Romaine, yeah, and then you've got iceberg. I like to do a mix. Uh-huh. So. But, uh, yeah, people are doing it, eating at least uh, a salad uh, three to four times a week. Wow, that's pretty nice. Good yeah. job, everybody. You in that category? Uh, trying. Trying to be. I had salad yesterday for lunch. Nice, man. Uh, homemade? Yeah. I'd love to know what Big J puts on his salad when he makes it from home. Uh, let's see. I had a veggie mix. Uh, so, uh, like, you know, romaine in there. Had carrots and stuff. Was it like a pre-bag mix kind of thing? Yes, okay. pre-bag mix. But I put um, 
uh, chicken on it. Okay. So chicken, and then I had some cheddar cheese, and uh, I had some uh, Cool Ranch Doritos crumpled up for crunch. What? In yeah, your just, salad? Yeah. Just a couple, just a small handful of Doritos and crunch them up, just like croutons. I've never heard that before. Well, no, why would you? And then I, I made homemade blue cheese dressing. Very nice. Uh, hopefully you will. I love a good salad. Uh, I don't eat it as much as I probably could or should, and probably because it's only me, which makes it harder for me to like buy that pre-baked stuff that goes bad in like three minutes. So that makes it tough. You have to kind of commit to it for a couple of days in a row, and that could be difficult. But no excuses. I do like a good salad. It's good, and it's nice that people are eating healthy. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't flushing. Stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. Jason Drew's up next. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X-Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, idahoadvocates.com.